0: Welcome to The Great People Show, your guide to greatness, your GPS to excellence. Here's your host, JJ White.
1: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to The Great People Show. I am your host, J.J. White, and in The Great People Studio with us this morning is Mr. James Muncie. Merry Christmas, James. Merry
2: Christmas. How and a ho-ho.
1: Actually, can you give me your Hulk Hogan impersonation you did earlier with the ho-ho-ho?
2: <laughs> Merry Christmas, brother. Ho-ho-ho. Maybe God. we could do a woo-woo-woo so, woo, woo, if
1: we're on the Ric Flair train this morning.
2: Merry Christmas. Yeah, four days away, man. It's, uh, it's, it's crazy. It's here.
1: It's here. We did a show on Thanksgiving about Thanksgiving, so uh, I was thinking, you know, should we do a show around this whole Christmas thing? I don't want to become too holiday-centric. So we're balancing a couple things out. And I'm curious, when you were a kid, uh, or maybe as an adult, so maybe this applies in as an adult. When you were a kid, did you ever have just such a deep anticipation for what you were getting for Christmas that you walked down the stairs and you opened things and there was one gift left and you haven't gotten it yet? You opened it up and it still wasn't it. And you were like, you have got to be freaking kidding me.
2: And then yes, and then a couple of hours later, my parents would surprise me. Oh, so you're spoiled then. With
1: I, I don't I'm, know. I'm looking I mean, for the ultimate letdown here, James. No. I'm not looking. <laughs> I'm not looking for the end of a wonderful movie with a happy ending
2: here. Are we talking about depressing subject matter? Yes. Four days yes, before Christmas.
1: Yes, we are. Yes, we are. My gosh. You know, it's because we're going to talk about expectations today, and um, people unmet expectations, mm-hmm. high standards for other people, um, people letting us down. So we want to welcome you, our listener, to the Great People Experience. We are more than a show. We are your guides to overcoming the barriers to you finding the truest version of yourself and your calling. I, um, I had a major life event about a week ago that I'm going to get into right now.
2: All right. We're gonna,
1: we're, well, we're going to tackle a lot on the second-to-last uh, second Great People show of 2017 mm-hmm. because I mentioned earlier that we um, are close to Christmas, also close to New Year's, and there's that normal, hey, let's talk about the end of the year and goal-setting thing. We'll talk a little bit about that today next week. Many people are saying, thank God 2017 is over. Bring on 2018. Others are, are grateful for what 2017 showed them regardless of what happened. It really depends on how you look at things, what your point of view is every year we start fresh in january and have goals and expectations just for some reason at the end of the year we we want to reset some things so the word resolutions is used a lot but is really is is that really happening though is that really happening in your life do you really resolve to do different things or are you resolving to be different and live a different life because there's there's a huge difference there So, in preparation for the onslaught of guilt you'll have to set goals, resolutions, whatever, probably starting soon, maybe you've already started, perhaps you just think about this on New Year's Eve, most people don't do anything at all. Today, we're going to talk about what do you expect to happen in your life, because so much of what we work towards is an expectation. First, let's talk about what you expect out of what to get us thinking, let's look at two major things that have happened in the world in the last 14 months that have rocked expectations. First was on November of 2016 when Donald Trump became president, and many people, including those that voted for him, did not expect him to win. He was the underdog, but he did, and he rocked the emotions of millions of people in his victory one way or the other. Whether you loved him or you hated him, your emotions got a little rocked. That was, and by the way, that was approximately 129 million people that voted. So mm-hmm. we're talking about 129 million people that had expectations of something happening one way or the other. The second event, and this was the life-changing event for me, uh, Maybe I'm probably exaggerating too much, that severely rocked people's expectations, and one that rocked me personally was exactly seven days ago, The Last Jedi premiered, and it disappointed me. Hmm. And I have just found myself in a, a swirl of controversy Because I simply said, I'm not sure I really liked this movie. I think it disappointed me. So according to Twitter, Facebook, and certainly on Rotten Tomatoes, it disappointed at least half of the viewers. According to my calculation, approximately 33 million people have seen this movie already. Wow! So folks, we're talking like a massive amount of unmet expectations a lot. So both of these examples are severe chasms in expectations. There's very little people in the middle. You're either, you were expecting certain things to happen or you were expecting certain things to to not happen. And it just exploded the other direction. Probably. There are very few voters or viewers that are indifferent to the results of of what happened, whether it was be Trump getting elected or the last Jedi just, in my humble opinion, falling very flat. So let's, one of these and take a little closer look star wars arguably because you know I'm, i don't want to get into trump here today so we'll talk we'll probably talk about wise we'll, we'll t- very wise we'll, we'll talk about star wars the so star wars is arguably have more passionate fans than any other entertainment franchise in the last 40 years probably ever unlike politics it's not much of a divisive topic it at least hasn't been up until a week ago like you either loved star wars what it's about or you're wrong or i'm sorry i mean you don't care Right. Uh, sorry, that was a little typo there. So when the movie came out, I really, really wanted to love it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like most people, I loved the original trilogy, thought the prequels were crap, and really loved the last two that Disney put out. I was, uh, my expectations were met and exceeded. So I had high expectations of this movie. I thought it would be in line with what I thought was great about Star Wars, especially the newer movies that had come out. I was disappointed. If you want to call into the show and debate one way or the other on this, 804-454-1366, 804-454-1366. If you love Star Wars and you think I'm wrong, then call us. Uh, if, you, if you think I'm onto something here, uh, call us as well. Bring it. I'm ready to talk about some Star Wars. We, this, this is an important topic in our lives. Certainly in yours. I mean, this is, this is, this is important to our, our journey in life, is to make sure that Star Wars is legit, okay? So others loved it, and there's only one reason I can understand why. And that is the exact same reason why I was disappointed, expectations. If you expect to love someone or something, your brain will find any way to make that happen, especially ignoring things that are to the contrary. On the other hand, if you expect to be disappointed with someone or something, you are surely guaranteed that outcome. So I'm curious, did either of you guys watch the movie? James, Asher, have either of you seen the movie?
2: I have not. I have not, largely okay. thanks to you,
3: by
1: the way. <laughs> oh wow! I didn't uh, mean to be such a negative I have, influence. I have
2: not seen. I'll probably wait till it gets to uh, you know the, the Bird Theater here in Richmond. Well,
1: what's what's your history with? Do you go to see Star Wars in the I, theater? Yeah, I've seen I've seen every okay. Star
2: Wars movie uh, okay. in the theater. All right, um, you know the the original three I saw when I was in high school when they were re released. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember when they were remastered and everything. Yep. But you know, JJ, I got to say, my expectations of a sequel of any sort are never that high. Of I, I the, understand of the of the now 8 Star Wars episodes putting the the the
1: standalone, standalone or the in betweener yeah yep. aside yep.
2: only about half of them are reputed to be really outstanding sure. movies the other half are not so the mm-hmm. way i look at it you've got a 50-50 chance going in yeah now it's been on a good it's true. run lately but I, I never go into a sequel thinking it's going to be the best thing. So you, it sounds like my expectations and your expectations uh, of this are very different.
1: Yeah. So there's this also reflection of life that I think Star Wars has. Like it it represents everything good and everything evil in our world. And in the in the story in this fantasy, it's funny. I saw something the other day. It's like you're disappointed with something of of people and wizards floating through outer space, uh, hitting each other with light beams. <laughs> so just keep that in mind. Asher, have you seen it? No. Okay. What's your what's your history on Star Wars? Can we even include I, I you as a legitimate original, part of this conversation? I love the
3: original trilogy. Okay. I, I think
1: I, s- I saw the first
3: one. I might have seen the second um prequel. And then I think I just got off the boat off. I think Jar Jar
1: kind of just. Did threw you see me The Force Awakens?
3: The... I don't think so. Oh, well, you're out of this conversation, right, thatcher's, buddy. Thatcher's, yeah, you have you've thatcher's been disqualified. Now, don't tell anybody.
1: Um we're sorry we're, we're sorry to have you leave this conversation, <laughs> but uh you just you just can't represent anymore, sir. I'm I'm sorry. So um so let's talk about this whole Expe- how this relates to expectations you have of, of situations in life Because I started off this conversation talking about We expect certain things to happen in our life But it's amazing how when we expect it, it, um, it, it When it doesn't happen, we get really upset So when we come back from break, we're going to break this down even more You're listening to The Great People Show
0: The Great People Show will be right back. Call into the show at 804-454-1366. That's 804-454-1366. Now back to The Great People Show live. Call into the studio at 804-454-1366. That's 804-454-1366.
1: Good morning. Welcome back to The Great People Show. If you're listening to us on the radio, welcome. 97.7 FM, 820 AM The Answer in Richmond, also streaming live on 820 AM, excuse me, 820theanswer.com. And what a lot of people don't realize is we also do Facebook Live.
2: We do. Well, you know, and our Facebook Live audience may not realize on those stations you just mentioned, we're live Thursday mornings, 9 to 10 a.m. Yes. So that's important to to mention.
1: And to catch us on Facebook Live or to even watch the replay in the studio, because we do some sometimes pretty crazy things in here that you can't see on the radio, facebook.com slash great people show. During our our break that we just took, James and I pretended like we were having a lightsaber battle um, because... Uh, we're we're mixing up our competition in the studio. We have a the, the ginger the a gingerkid.com balance toy is back. And uh, you want to roll the dice here? I'll roll it. Um, you want to throw down a yellow down there and well, see what happens? I know we're getting really close to Christmas mm-hmm. and it's getting late for Christmas gifts. What happens so often though is you get these gift cards. Yep. And if you're a parent of a young child, let's say five and under, and you're looking for a wonderful gift to use with that gift card. The Visa card, the American Express card, whatever. Agingerkid.com. They're wonderful heirloom toys that teach. They help you teach your children and play. Put in gifts as the code and you get 25% off as our listener. Agingerkid.com. Before we left, we were talking about expectations. And Asher's over here trying to restore his geekness by telling us that even – because a refreshment for the people that just tuned in. He didn't even see the, the last Star Wars movie.
3: Refresh my geekness.
1: Yeah. So he says, but I can speak to you about Star Trek.
3: Um, n- I'm conversationally
1: n- uh, Not so much around here Worried we're getting Way off topic yeah. yeah So let's get back To expectations I think uh, Well this is tied in Because I think My expectations of Asher Have dropped They've plummeted Since yep. I found this out earlier um, So what do you th- Think, act, and feel when someone or something doesn't meet your expectations. I'm curious, James, would, ha, when someone doesn't meet your expectations, they let you down, or a situation just doesn't go the way that you want it to, how do you, in, in this particular order, think, feel, act? Because those, those, that's a process there.
2: I think it depends on the situation. Sometimes I I think that they have screwed something up, and it it <laughs> makes, me, makes me angry with them. I feel very let down and disappointed. Okay. And how I act depends on, on who it is. You know, sometimes in business, it's a client who lets us down, and mm-hmm. we can't act there in an angry way because we're trying to maintain that relationship. Not in front of them. Right, exactly. <laughs> but sometimes it's, let's say, a vendor who lets us down. Yeah. Uh, or a child in our personal life yeah, or it's a mean, spouse. It's,
1: but in, in the most the, the most destructive to us personally, like the ones we let get to us is whenever our spouse or kid... Let's us down.
2: I think I think so. Although I can tell you, I get I get pretty upset uh, in in business as well. Um, yeah. I guess I'm blessed. My 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 wife really never lets me down, and my children so far rarely. But uh, I've got I've you're got in one... control
1: of that. And I think that's a that's that's the big point here.
2: Yeah. Well, I've got I'm in control till they hit the teenage years. My oldest is ten, so I'm you're in control I'm of waiting. your
1: expectations. I am, and, and that's the thing I think about with my kids. So I've got a five year old daughter and an eight year old son. I almost Click into another age here, and I can say, "Hey, I expect them to be uh, godly children that do no wrong, and everything's great." Right. And then all of a sudden, my world comes crashing down on me when they start to mess up on things. Mm-hmm. Or I can be very realistic uh, and and say, "Hey, these are these are normal kids. Yep. They're they're going to do normal things, and they're they're going to disappoint. It, it, disappointment's built in." I want to keep going back to the Star Wars thing because. And and even the Trump thing. I think this is a really important analogy with how we set up these big expectations in our life. And and the reason I want to bring them down, I've just seen so much destructive words and passion around how we feel something should go, and then it doesn't. And then we lose our stuff all over the place.
2: And we lose our stuff on both sides of the spectrum. So let's let's take Trump uh, as, as a great example of that. So there were, as you said in the beginning of the show, there were people who voted for him who did not expect him to win. Right. And when he won, they were elated with happiness and joy. And, and then in many cases, disbelief. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then there were people who did not vote for him, who voted for Hillary, mm-hmm. who obviously expected for oh, yeah. her to win yep. who were i mean you've seen the the videos of people you know bawling in tears yep. uh when when they realized that uh, that that she did not win so expectations were not met but on on you it's amazing you can have such different reactions yeah.
1: that's the thing that's the thing that really maybe bothers me the most or makes me really think so hard about it, it drove us to do this topic this week because it it clouds so so much of our current thinking, but, mm-hmm. but more importantly, uh, and Marie on our Facebook live feed just said, expectations impact our perceptions and can change how we react, literally. Like, I see people acting in a way that I never would have imagined they'd act, not just as much as Trump, but it's, it's a Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. It's a freaking fake story, science fiction of people in space hitting each other with beams of light. Right. I mean, seriously but yet people are willing to throw away their emotions just to deal with it. Oh, yeah. And and I bring it up because the same thing is happening in our home. That if if you get home and dinner's not ready when you want it to be, or the house is messy whenever it is, or someone's not there at a certain time that you expect them to be, you really let the stuff get to you. Mm-hmm. And, and it doesn't do anybody any good. And it's really our, we own it, don't we? We do. We, we own that. I've seen people on the other end of the spectrum, They're so, like, laissez-faire. It's like, oh, no big deal. Who cares? But is that a bad thing?
2: Well, it's a bad thing when expectations aren't being met and there's the opportunity to communicate that in advance. Yeah. And it's not communicated because we all have the opportunity to change our expectations and not be surprised. So, in other words, if if my wife is expecting me home at 6 o'clock and her expectation is I'm there at six, well, if I just don't show up until 6.30, that's gonna have a very different reaction than I should leave my office at 5.45 to be home at six, and me picking up the phone at 5.30 and saying, hey, honey, I'm probably gonna be about 30 minutes late. It's
1: important, because if you show up at 6.30, there's two things that are gonna happen. She's either gonna be like, oh, hey, honey, welcome home, and there's not even going to be any even hint that there's a problem. Or the first things are, you told me you'd be home at six, where have you been? So what's the difference there? You've done—you've done, you've, you've shown up at 6.30. I, I get you weren't there at 6, but what's the difference between— and we're making this up because let's pretend Catherine's never said this in her whole life. Mm-hmm. Why is it different for her?
2: Because it's, it's, a lack of, it's a lack of respect. I've shown a lack of respect by not only not meeting the expectation that was set out, but by not communicating that it wasn't going to be met.
1: In that situation, though, you sh- it, two different reactions from her— it was the same lack of disrespect you had. One, she didn't really care or reacted differently by saying, hey, honey, welcome home at 630. And then the other reaction is, where have you been? Right. Same same situation. No,
2: the reaction, if I just showed up at 630, is going to be, why the heck didn't you call? Yeah. I mean, she's going to be disappointed. She's going to be upset because yeah. I wouldn't do that. She knows I wouldn't do that. And we so. have a choice.
1: We have a choice for us in that situation to be like, oh, okay, well, it's no big deal, or uh, or we, we get upset about something, mm-hmm. sometimes for no reason at all, just because I felt disrespected or I should have been uh, receiving a phone call or I should have known you should have done something different. And my point there is, it's our decision. If we are offended by something, the term is take offense. You've taken it. You've owned it. Right. It's your problem. And something I read this week, I love these two words, idealization and disillusionment. Mm -hmm. are both normal parts of the human experience. So we have this idealization of this is exactly the way something should go. I'm going to walk into a Star Wars movie, and this is exactly the way it should go.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: I expect certain gifts on Christmas, and this is the way it should go. I'm going to marry you, and this is the way our marriage should go. But then all of a sudden this this disillusionment kicks in simply because it did not go exactly the way that we wanted it to. And then we get... Wound up,
2: we do. I mean, if I had hit traffic massive traffic on my way here today, I would have been screaming and yelling in my car because I don't deal with traffic very well, yep. but my expectation was it's going to take me about thirty minutes to get here to the studio this yep. morning yep if that gets if that gets messed up, I, I mean, I get emotional. I'll admit it, it comes down to every big and little thing in life, mm-hmm. so the the trick is, and I'm sure what what we'll talk more about here shortly is how do we manage? our expectations of of other people how do how do we expect other people to manage their expectations of us and and how can we cope when our expectations aren't met i mean i'm i'm this star wars thing i have seen from text you and i've uh, exchanged this week to things i've seen you put on social media this star wars thing is really getting to you you are you are wholly disappointed yeah. that your expectations weren't met
1: oh, you know and, and it's affected your week and I guess because I was chasing this topic for the show, uh, I was okay with people liking it. And I think a lot of people are okay with me being disappointed. There were some people that were not okay with me being disappointed. Uh, and I was going to let it go, but I could not. It's like a wreck. It was a. It was like a car wreck. I could not stop watching people flip out over social media mm-hmm. on this movie. And then it, become, it becomes just a, a case study for me. Why are so many people, we're talking millions of people, watching the exact same thing happen, but getting two completely different reactions? Mm-hmm. And then the problem goes, is, is, is people attacking each other saying, I can't understand how you can think that. I, I, can't, I don't understand how you can see it that way. Why can't you see this? Which I think is, again, I'll say it again, it's a reflection of what we do in our personal lives.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It it's is. a
1: reflection of how we handle other things in our in our life. And when we get back from break here in just a, uh, a couple minutes, one of the things I want to talk about is how do we communicate these unmet expectations? One of the quotes that I heard a few months ago is actually earlier this year is nothing destroys relationships faster than uncommunicated expectations. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of this degradation that happens with this person let me down, this person did not meet my expectations, it swirls around right in our head and then we unleash it at the exact wrong time. And and that's when it starts to damage and hurt our relationships. And in those expectations are all within ourselves. We have control over that. And one of the questions that I'd love to hear one of our audience members call in and talk to us about is why we get our expectations so high on certain things. Mm -hmm. What do you have coming up in your life that you have really high expectations of and why are they so high? And are you ready to uh, do that? So to be a part of this 804 454 1366. You're listening to The Great People Show.
0: The Great People Show will be right back. Call into the show at 804 454 1366. That's 804 454 1366. back to the great people show live call into the studio at 804-454-1366 that's 804-454-1366
1: and you know we were talking about christmas earlier expecting great christmas presents as a kid now that i have children i expect my kids to daggone love what i get them yes and, and you have been th- through that right you've opened up they you watched someone open a present and they're going oh wow thanks and you're going you don't like it do you
2: yeah, absolutely. Well, we've been through all the stages of of it first. You know, the first few years, the kids like the boxes more than uh, the <laughs> gifts that are in them. Yeah. Now we're at the age that uh, you know most Christmas gifts uh, they love, and then and then after about three months, they've you know sat untouched for you mm-hmm. know months. But but yeah, you want you want people to because giving as the older you get, I find the more you enjoy giving as yeah. opposed to and receiving. There's
1: a, but there's an expectation of giving. There's an expectation that they're going to receive it well. Absolutely, and the kids especially because yes. you paid bucks for this stuff. Man. yeah bucks. Yeah. So before we went to break we would asked uh, to see if there's any callers out there that uh, have something going on in their life that they just have some really high expectations with and uh, why they're so high and where they where they see this thing going. And mm. we have a caller on the line, Brandon, Brandon, welcome to the Great People show.
4: Hey JJ, how you doing? Good morning? Good
1: morning. So what do you, what do you morning, have some Dave, high ex- what's, on. What, yeah, what's going on in your life that you have some pretty high expectations with these days?
4: Yeah. So big new chapter in the life, uh, you know, sort of taking the, uh, the opportunity to, to really pursue a passion in my life, what is it? Is, uh, you know, fitness and giving back to others and helping people achieve, uh, you know, some of their goals through fitness, whether it be, you know, just some physical goals or mm-hmm. helping, uh, remove some limiting belief systems and, and accomplish some new things and live a better life. So, yep. uh, exciting new chapter, but yeah, very, very high expectations.
1: So what are you doing?
4: So at this point, uh, we're going to be opening at Anytime Fitness in Mechanicsville, Virginia. Uh, right now, we're sh- shooting for early Q2 of 2018. We're a little ahead of schedule, so hoping to pull that date in, but that's what it's looking like right now. Well, let's
1: let's stop on that for a second. So you were opening this brand new business with a new physical location, and already you're ahead of schedule, right? So that means, you're, I guess, your expectations are getting exceeded so far. Is that right?
4: Yeah, 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 but you know, I wish I could. I wish I could say it's you know it's been that way throughout the process. There's <laughs> definitely been bumps along the way already. Um, yeah, you know. And how do you manage uh, those
1: bumps? Like you, so I, can I also guess just opening up a new business, financial investment? There's some some fear built in. You're unsure exactly how things are going to go. How do you balance all those things with your expectations?
4: Yeah, yeah, great question. You know, I'll tell you, it's it's really to me, it's it's about feeding your mind the right the right things. You know, if it's garbage in, garbage out, but mm-hmm you know, finding the ability to, uh, you know, feed your mind sort of the, the the positivity that it needs to keep pursuing what you're doing. So when you do hit those road bumps, you know, there's been challenges. You know, you set a plan, and you quickly realize that plan is only a plan and not going to, you know, come to fruition exactly the way you expect. Yep. Um, and when some of those, you know, road bumps hit, you know, your immediate reaction, you can you can have some pretty big lows. Um, you have a lot on the line, a lot riding on it. So, you know, the lows can be, they can be pretty low. So, you know, um, in the beginning, you know, recognizing that, um, and, and just how do you really handle it when you hit the lows? To, how do you handle it? Um, so what I'll do is I'll, I'll, I'll allow time to just sort of assimilate the information and, and process what's going on, not make any immediate decisions, just allow time to process, move on, work on something else. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I, I believe you're, you know, I think it's Gary Vaynerchuk. I've taken this quote from, and I'm going to butcher it a little bit, no, but, it. uh, you know, and there, there's several quotes I hang on to that, you know, really keep me on the right track. But one is, uh, you know, it's, it's it, it, something like your level of success is directly uh, tied to your ability to handle stress and solve problems. Amen. So, you know, just looking at the problem, you know, understanding that, you know, it's adversity and trying to find the opportunity in it. Um, again, <laughs> stealing quotes uh, from That's Napoleon good. Hill, you know, my, my favorite one is, within every adversity is the seat of equal or greater opportunity. It's so true. I've I've used that quote a lot, you know. Previously, I managed some sales teams in uh, the corporate world and uh, telecom sales, and I use that quote a lot with them. But it's until you're out on your own, and you know, it's it's these big decisions that are weighing on you that you realize you really have to not just use that quote but live it. And, I, I and could... it's a different story living it.
1: Brian, I got a question for you, but you've got a lot of things coming up. You have certain expectations about how this new business is going to go, and I know that uh, now. Anytime Fitness, that's a franchise, correct?
4: That's correct. Yeah, so
1: so your franchisor have goals for you, and can I presume that you have goals for yourself as well?
4: Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'd say the ones as you go ahead.
1: As you look at the goals that they have and you have, what are the differences between their goals, your goals, the goals and expectations? What's 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 the difference between those two things for you?
4: Well, so, you know, look at the franchise goals. They set goals based on averages, you know, the the franchises that hit this, the success marks that are hitting break-even points when they expect. So they're just average goals. But, okay. you know, I'm obviously not going into this business to be average. Right. Um, Good for you. So your goals you know, are at the end higher? Of the day, absolutely. Absolutely. So goals are much higher than, you know, what is just set for you there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and and to me it's really just, you know, planning out, knowing your KPIs, knowing your numbers, knowing what you're doing, knowing what's working, what's not working, listening to the feedback of your market, understanding, you know, what need it is of theirs that you're solving, and if you're not solving it correctly, adjusting and and you know really making sure that you know you have you have a way to measure it and that you're able to attain those goals and then just you know relentlessly going after it
1: and so how does how does that differ from your expectations or are they the exact same thing do you just expect to hit your goals or do you have certain expectations that just it's a totally different part of your brain in process
4: yeah. I mean, I think I do sort of, I, I think they're very in line with one another, mm-hmm. but you know, the, with, with the expectation side, I mean, it's, you know, I've, I've got goals and then I've got, you know, I've got my high goals and then I've got, you know, where things may lie. So yeah. with the expectations, you know, you have to understand that your things aren't always going to go as you plan True, so, you know, have an option B option C and you know, your fallback resort, if things go a different route, you know, it's very important so that, you know, when those expectations aren't hit, if they're not hit, um, you know, you you're you're not devastated and you can keep pushing forward.
1: Man, we uh we are we are beyond hopeful that you're gonna rock this anytime fitness. I'm just I'm proud of you for stepping out. There's so many people I talk to in my career, I'd say ninety nine percent of them say they want to do something like you're doing and then they never do it. So I just commend yeah. you for uh, getting out of your comfort zone. I don't care who you are. I don't care how much money you have. I, I don't care how good you think you are when you take that leap out of corporate America and go start your own business and start forking out money. It takes courage. It takes guts and it takes uh it takes faith. So I, I'm 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 proud of what you're doing and, and commend you for joining the entrepreneurial world, man. Awesome.
4: I appreciate it. Yeah, I agree. It definitely takes, you know, a leap of courage. It's it's not an easy decision. Um, you know, there's a great video out there that, you know, I happened to stumble upon on at just the right time that, you know, was that, you know, little push that that encouraged me and, you know, let me know I was going on the right path. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know if you've ever seen it's a it's a video you can see it on YouTube. It's from Steve Harvey. Oh yeah, um, the cliff and, jump. Uh, so you know. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah jumping yeah, off the cliff,
1: yeah, man. You yeah. just got to jump. Yeah, well, let that parachute open. Good for you, brother. Well, thanks for calling the show. Thanks for being here.
4: Absolutely, JJ. Hope you guys come out and check out the club when we're open.
1: Hey, send us an invite, JJ at greatpeopleshow.com. We'll be there. Absolutely. Well, All right, dude, man. Y'all have a great day. Merry have, Christmas too, man. you too, man. So I want to talk about this goals expectations thing. Yeah. What's your thoughts on it?
2: Well, we talked about this, you and I, the other day. And yeah, what is the difference really between a goal and an expectation? I'm gonna give
1: you a quick answer and then and then you can you can jump back in. And this 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 is me personally, and I may not even be thinking about it right. I am consistent that if I don't reach a goal, I don't really care that much. Um, Because I can reset the goal. I can reevaluate it. Perhaps I didn't set the right goal. I I can usually look at what I did and did not do to get the goal. So I just don't get too bent out of shape over it. But man, if I have unmet expectations, I I can get angry. I can get frustrated. Like it's just intense for me.
2: Okay. So is it fair to say then that in any given thing in life, your expectation is the bare minimum you want to achieve where the goal is the maximum you want to achieve?
1: I don't know. It's early in the morning, James, but I think it's opposite. I think really? the goal is the bare minimum that I want to achieve. Because I wouldn't call them stretch goals. My expectations are so freaking through the roof, it's, it's, it's insane. Okay,
2: so if I have a, I have a business, like okay. let's say I have a startup of a, of a fitness business, right. and my, my expectation is that I will do a half a million dollars in, in sales in okay. a year. Mm-hmm. But my goal is that I want to do 700000 it seems to me that that you wouldn't want it the opposite. You want you you wouldn't want the goal to be five hundred thousand, but your expectation to be seven hundred thousand. I don't know. 000. See, I,
1: in, granted, I'm a little weird. I, my expectations I tend to not even connect them to my goals. I think my my goals are just like these milestones that I need to hit. But I have an expectation that, like, if if I'm coming into the weekend and my goal is to knock out A, B, and C on a task list, uh, I expect. I expect me to utilize every minute of my weekend to knock those three out. Okay. So, if I don't hit those three things, it's not as nearly meaningful for me as I feel like I waste the time on the weekend. I, I wasn't true to what I thought would was, I, I was I, I was going to happen in my life. Mm-hmm. I feel like I got too lazy, and so it's it the expectation, and that's an expectation of myself. It's just very very personal. Whereas the goal, it's almost like it's not personal for me. It's weird. Is that weird? Am I weird? Not I not mean, sales.
2: I'm weird. But mean, <laughs> you are weird. We're weird. all weird. But I, it just depends on how you take I mean, when I, set, when I set a goal for myself in business, my goal is I'm going to attain a certain amount of sales, yeah. but my expectation is that I'm going to go to work every day, try my hardest. I'm going to put in these hours. My expectation is that I'm going to put in that maximum effort to try to reach that goal. And I know we're going to talk more about this in just a
1: minute. And Because our sponsors expect to be heard. They do. So come on back, folks. This is The Great People Show.
0: Now back to The Great People Show live. Call into the studio at 804-454-1366. That's 804-454-1366.
1: Welcome back to the show, everyone. If uh, you're listening to us on radio or just audio, you can catch us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Show. I'm wearing a logo on my shirt today. I saw that. It's a new deal here, man.
2: Did that thing meet your expectations? I'm becoming
1: branded. Yeah. So, we are talking about unmet expectations. We're coming into Christmas. You may not get what you want. Your kids may not like what they want. Maybe you saw last uh, Jedi Star Wars. You were disappointed. That's legitimate. So when I um, when I was thinking about how we want to really leave our listeners here today with some powerful tools in order to manage their own expectations of other people in situations one of the things that I think we need to start off with is how we communicate our unmet expectations because okay. so much of this is inside of us but if we don't let if if we if we let it out the wrong way we right. could just be uh, using poor human relations skills, we could be using anger as a tool. There's a lot of different things. Uh, perhaps it starts way earlier and that, is to being able to communicate our expectations, writing them down, putting in an email, "Hey, this is how I see this going." Uh, or certainly, in the case you had earlier, if you come home late, or I wouldn't say late, but if someone, if you if your wife thought you were coming home at six, you show up at six thirty. How do you communicate that? How does she communicate it? How do you, how do you re? re-communicate
2: it's called managing expectations yes. manage those expectations and
1: i think a big part of it starts off with an apology hey I, i'm i'm sorry if i expected something different mm-hmm. d- d- own it uh, blame yourself right say maybe it was me sure. m- maybe i maybe i was off on this because 99 m- percent of the time we don't do that when expectations are unmet we say right. hey hey you you were supposed to do this
2: or we blame it on some third party it Absolutely, isn't there to or, or
1: yeah, or they they blame it on a third party. Hey, right. hey it's not my fault. It was traffic, right? right. It just, but it's you start off with yourself. Just humble yourself. I'm sorry. I I I expected I expect you to be here at six o'clock, right? Say, so, well, no, no, it's not. You know, if you get into a battle of apologies, I think it's a good thing. No, 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 it's my fault. No, 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 <laughs> it's my fault. No, 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 it's my fault. Yeah. So. Um, Uh, I'm going to tie in also a lot of the Facebook comments. We had some really good Facebook comments on this when we went to uh, social media with our research questions. So how to handle disappointment, being let down, and unmet expectations. Number one, remember only you can let yourself down. And that came from Amy Lopez. Um, Live life knowing others can't fulfill our expectations. You completely own this. Don't blame it on someone else. If we
2: had more time, I would love to better understand Amy's Amy's thought there. Because I yeah, I I don't I don't I don't on the surface I don't agree with that. I I absolutely think that other people can let us down, JJ. It's not a matter of, of only us, you know, letting ourselves down. I mean if if our producer Asher had not shown up this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh we would not be on the air right now because he's the only one that can make all this magic right. work.
1: We and we've learned that over the that when there's someone else with he, with magic bags, the magic bags don't work.
2: No, that no. is correct. Asher no. has the magic touch. He does. So if he hadn't shown up this morning, I guarantee you uh, my expectations would not have been met and I would not have felt like I had let myself down. I would feel that Asher has let us we down. We
1: need to talk about these expectations.
2: Asher, we'll talk this about we, it I, after I the, to, the show. We to, I, I, I thought we've already been talking about these
1: expectations. <laughs> (laughs) I I don't think this is a new conversation between us, Asher, Uh, because we do have high expectations. We we expect things to go beyond, at least in normal. And there's a question I have that's uh, that's uh, yeah. You're going to bring something. I'm trying to. to. I'm trying to. You better hurry, man. I'm on a roll. I I know,
3: but I think I can keep your roll going. Okay. How do you manage expectations with those long-term relationships in your life that the expectations naturally have to change? And I'll I'll give you um, something that my friend has said that his father has said, and and he's starting to understand now. You lose your, he says. You lose your girlfriend to your wife. You lose your your wife yeah. to your to a mother. And yep. and so, how do you manage these long term relationships? Whether it's your your wife, whether your girlfriend who becomes a wife, whether it's your uh, parents who you know start off taking care of you completely, and then you end up taking care of them completely. Uh, you know, as the cycle goes, how do you manage these long term expectations? Uh, that, you know, people you care about, you're close to, the, and these, the expectations have to change. Uh, I mean, how do you how do you keep on top of where the expectations should be?
1: I'm going to use a powerful word here. If you remain ignorant of how things are supposed to change naturally, then you're going to definitely be caught up in unmet expectations.
3: If I think we're all guilty of that, that though.
1: Uh, totally. It's like how, uh, we go—I'm going to use this whole marriage because you brought this up as an example— How many of us, I didn't read books on marriage before I got married. I figured I would just figure it out as I go. And then if you don't know that these things naturally change, you don't know that people change when you have kids, then you stay very ignorant of what is legitimately supposed to happen. And the other side of it, Asher, it goes back to what we just said, is if you are frustrated over something and you can't tell someone, hey, I'm frustrated over this, help me understand, it's only going to reside in you you, if you're not communicating your expectations to someone, it's going to destroy the relationship because that person is, is now changed into another direction and they're probably not coming back. Would that, would, would you all agree that maybe that's why most divorce happens is because people change and they don't want that change and they they can't get that person back. So they go somewhere else looking for the person they married the first time. Yeah, I can agree with that. It's a
2: lot of it. I think there's a lot of, you know, the grass is always greener yeah. on the other side. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, there's all sorts of different reasons. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I I've been. My wife and I will have met twenty years ago this coming February, and okay. you know, has our relationship changed? Absolutely, it, it has. has to. Of course, it, really it has to. Yeah, but I mean, like you said, JJ. I mean, I didn't read any books. I, we didn't have a roadmap. We've just kind of gone with the flow, and we're compatible with each other. Yeah. So
3: the relationship doesn't look like anything like it did when it started out. What's, Absolutely not. What's keeping it together?
2: I mean, we're we're a team. James she's muscles. The, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's his physical appearance. Okay. No, I mean she's she's. I mean, have she's you, my have best. Have you she's,
1: seen James recently? I mean, the guy's an absolute beast.
2: She's my best friend, and and I mean, we we have so much in common. Now we've got two children in common. Um, I, I mean, she's she's my better half, truly. So and this,
3: this common unchanging expectation is that she's your friend. Is is that what you're saying?
2: It's really difficult to put into words, and especially with us having about five minutes left, it is it is really difficult uh, to 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 put into words. Um, you know, I mean, I don't know, I'm sure your relationship has changed, JJ. But you know, every stage for me of our relationship has been fun. And yeah. right now, we're in the parent stage. Someday, our kids will be gone, and we'll be back on our own again, and, and it'll think, be another phase like in, in this, our relationship.
1: In that situation, some people get upset because they kind of lose their spouse through the kids taking up so much time, and then those expectations aren't there, right? Or those expectations are being unmet, and then all of a sudden, you find yourself void. But if both people are moving with the flow of the of of the family and the relationship, you realize, well, hey, no, no, no wonder. This yeah. is happening, uh, yeah. no, so absolutely. I think we could turn a whole show into this whole Amy Lopez comment. Remember only you can let yourself down because i i I see a part of that with with ownership of the um ownership of the emotion of, yeah. of, of being let down and
2: i I really like uh, on this list here, I really like one of these, which is set realistic expectations look for the worst case scenarios yeah. plan for it to go wrong i can almost promise you your expectations are probably not realistic so mm-hmm. we've got to have a part of us that are that are planning for our expectations not to be met exactly yeah. as we as we think they will be
1: yeah and we've been talking about relationships we 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 do have a caller that just called in we've got about maybe 60 seconds for for Angie Angie are you with us
0: Hey JJ, how are you? Okay.
1: Hey, hey, good. Welcome back to the show. Angie, I'm gonna give you sixty seconds. Uh tell us what you want us to know and then we'll talk about you behind your back. Go.
0: <laughs> Thanks, JJ. What I was gonna say is when you you should already know that people are gonna let you down regardless. Mm-hmm. So that's just like a general rule. So even in the relationship part, there were things that you were let down on. Right. So in America they're gonna have shortcomings. Everybody has shortcomings. If you look at the expectations of, I have my shortcomings, they have their shortcomings, and you're supposed to work and match your shortcomings together. So that expectation, you feed off each other and you balance each other
1: out. And, and in order for that to happen, you have to be so authentic and transparent and vulnerable with that other person. And that's very difficult for us to do, Angie. It's Especially with people that, that we think depend on us for strength and, and in some cases, perfection. Really. And we don't want to show people that we're weak.
0: But that makes you a greater person when you show weakness.
1: That's right. Angie, thanks for thanks for calling to the show. We're going to talk about you a little bit. Thanks for joining us. So this this, what she just said reminds me of number three. Yep. Accept people in situations for what they are. Stop meeting people where you want them and meet them where they are and i and i think we are always kind of putting this this major bar up here and say i need you to get here i need you to get here i need you to get here and in many cases knowing that person's never even going to make it that we have to meet them over here and be a part of them getting to that expectation
2: i think i think that that's true and that's obviously true in personal relationships the professional relationships i think is where that can get easily lost, yep. so because you don't know the person, it's the whole jerk when you're having, uh, you know, work done on your house. When's it going to be done? Two weeks. The answer is always two weeks, <laughs> and your expectations are never met. Well, they will be eventually because eventually it will have been two weeks. But but <laughs> when is that point exactly? Yeah. Yeah. And so we need to think about managing expectations in our in our work life, whether it's with people who we manage or people who are our managers or our customers and vendors. Yeah. Uh, no matter what you do for a living, I guarantee you there is relevance to setting expectations Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. for those around you in the workplace.
1: This happened to me this week. I've talked a couple weeks ago about my car getting in a wreck. I got the car back Monday, immediately driving it away. There was a mechanical problem. Mm. I knew they hadn't fixed it. Took it to a mechanic. He said, there's all this damage. Uh, They they really didn't know when I took it back, they really didn't know what was going on. I finally met the mechanic that was going to work on it last night, uh, uh, yesterday. And he said, uh, I will make sure that this car gets fixed and that you do not have to pay for this. And he owned it. Like th- that was setting a really high expectation. I was to the point where I'm like, I don't know if you can pull that off. So or there's not. some doubt in your mind. But this guy was, he was legit and he made it absolutely happened. So something else came up. He called me this morning is, I don't know that I can get your car fixed today. I just want you to know I'm not going to be here tomorrow. I'm not going to be here for Christmas. So if there's going to be an issue, so we were working it out. Like we were talking through specifically, and by the way, we started with texting and he said, I need you to call me because he needed to manage these expectations very carefully because tensions are high. So he gets it. He totally got he it. He gets it. I should bring this guy on the show. Yeah. He, he he was absolutely amazing. Um, And and so the, the second to last year on our list is to set... Oh, no, we already yeah, we did that one. We talked about that We one. already did that one. Um, the other one was don't set expectations based on you. Yeah. We often set the bar as high or even higher than we would for ourselves. I do that. I wrote this because I do that. Mm-hmm. I expect everyone around me to be better at something than I am, to know more than I do. I know that's... That's a little contrarian to like most. Some people like to have people below them that right. know less and do less. But I want to. So I always see more in other people that they see in themselves, and that really gets in my way because I'll set the bar way, way too mm-hmm. high,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Um, and that's not fair. You have to realize you're probably giving someone too much credit. That's what John Waterman said on Facebook.
2: You put him on on that pedestal.
1: You you absolutely put him on this pedestal. So my advice to you, our listeners, is if you're walking around with unmet expectations people are just not hitting the standards in which you've set for yourself or them is that starts with you. You have to really see people for who they are and what they are and open yourself up, communicate that to them, bring open this into the, into the, into the relationship. And that's the only way, because I said it earlier, unspoken expectations will destroy relationships faster than anything else. So we want to thank our listeners for being here, James. Thanks for being on the show. I want you to have a Merry Christmas. Hey, you too, buddy. Asher. Ho, ho, ho. I hope you get what you want for Christmas. Merry Christmas. N- not a Star Trek, not Star Wars movie. Oh, come on, Star man. Trek. You don't even know what to call it these days. I-, I really don't. I'm so out of it. My challenge to you is please go see Last Jedi this weekend. Just become a Star Wars fan of some sorts, please. I appreciate it. And uh, we'll be back here next Thursday morning Ooh, at 9 a.m. Last a. show of the year. Last show of the We're year. We're looking
2: forward to that. It's going to be a good one.
1: We're probably going to talk about goals.
2: Yes. Who knows? Who knows? It'll be a surprise, but tune in next Thursday, 9
1: a.m. right here. Thank you, everyone. You've been listening to The Great People Show. Have a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. See ya.
0: Thanks for joining us. Tune in to The Great People Show again next week, Thursdays, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m.